0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane, and here we are on a nice gray, rainy day. Oh, you yes. gotta love the rain just coming down and pissing all over your parade, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> you I just love it. Just you go out there and you're like, yeah, uh, "Piss on me, sky, please." Well, you know my personal preference. Yeah, you go yeah, out yeah, there yeah. to get pissed on. Nice me. cold piss from the from the heavens.
1: Exactly. Thank yeah. you. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, we started watching. Uh, mm-hmm. I think our intros have been talking about what we've been watching lately. Yeah. So we... we is this just our recap? Pod yeah, now? this is what our recap is. Yeah. We've got to let the listeners Welcome know what watched. we've been watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched the documentary about the uh, yeah, hatchet-wielding yeah. hitchhiker. Yep. So
0: that was fun last night. It was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. A, a homeless guy who murders people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel like um, that was a weird one because everyone, well, I hated it because you could tell all the reality TV people and the newscasters were so just like, this is our big break. We're going to make so much money off of this. Like, you can tell this guy is not well. And he just clubbed a guy in the head with a hatchet. (laughs) Why would you think it's cool to make a TV show with him? Like, this, this guy is unstable.
1: Yeah, I remember like the song and everything, like yeah, you know, of like the auto tune songs when they were doing that of news reports at the time, like the smash,
0: smash, smash. Yeah, I remember the meme, but like even then, you're like, I don't know if I would trust this guy <laughs> near anybody.
1: Yeah, it was it was uh, wild that they were like, I can't believe that this homeless guy we picked up is pissing all over this hotel and everywhere. <laughs> it's like yeah, what
0: and drinking. What's gonna do? Yeah, they were like mad that he was drinking. Yeah, I'm you like gave what? Him what, an did, open what did you bar. think he was gonna do? You gave him an open like that's yes
1: a bunch of people just like we can make money off of this man yeah and it was shocked that a lot of stupid
0: was. stupid people who had no concept of reality
1: yeah so fun wow. documentary yeah so real fun wow. but we were also uh watching uh more stuff last night which leads us in to our guest today mm. because we have the lip sync assassin
0: <laughs> we got cynthia
1: kiss here <laughs>
2: Hello, Mwah. how are we doing, fellas?
1: Oh, oh doing so great, good, so happy to have you on. Um, I've uh, I've talked about this before. You are actually the second drag queen that we've ever had on the podcast, mm-hmm. but I'm a massive Canada's drag race fan, and I only started with Canada's drag race, so oh, amazing, yeah. And I've been watching it since the beginning because uh, local queens that also dabble in comedy here in Toronto. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was what brought me in. But this has been my first time going into the American season. Now we started watching. Yeah, that.
0: that's true. It, really my first actual full season watching through. I've seen like clips and episodes of other people watching, but I haven't really watched before till right now. Mm-hmm oh
2: amazing well thank you for having me today i'm so excited to be here and i love that you both watch the show it's a good time the american season is like the canadian season on steroids so yeah get right.
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's interesting how different it is because yeah for me like watching it from day one like we're probably going on the fourth season here soon but um watching canada's drag race from day one and now like going in and actually seeing rupaul
2: i'm like this is weird where's
1: like brooke (laughs) like i'm used to all of the canadian people
2: now depending on how you look at it it's like kind of watching the american office and then watching like the british office in like whichever order you do it flipping it is like oh it's a parallel but it is its own tone of voice i think that happens with like regionality like for each version of the show like mm-hmm. obviously like the spain version of the show or like the fit like the france version of the show i went to DragCon uk recently and like all the international seasons came together for this convention and it was so kind of beautiful it felt like um like a little club we're all part yeah. of where we're <laughs> like we open booths and like do meet and greets and stuff but yeah it's all over the world now it's wild do
1: it's you amazing. keep up with all of like the different um country because i i started watching uk versus the world too and i was like whoa there's a lot of people from like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of the show from different countries right yeah so do you try to keep up with all of them
2: it's kind of like what breaks through the noise that's like the new challenge as a queen is it's like you get on the show but what do you do during the show post show like how is your kind of like presence online like what are you putting out there right um and because juice and i podcast on our show semi-qualified queens joining joining sonar this february um i keep up with those seasons for sure because i'm reviewing it and recapping it yeah and then the other stuff it's like fashion is very easy to digest so on instagram it's like oh that's a good look bitch where's she from the philippines okay let me follow her okay and you know (laughs) just like you just kind of collect them all Mm -hmm. like pokemon Yeah. (laughs) yeah But it's impossible to really collect them all, though. That's the problem, right? There's so much talent out there. And go see your local queens because you never know when she's going to be on TV. Well, Mm -hmm. we were just talking about that the other day. It's like we might have missed the boat on that because now that
0: it's blown up so much, it's so much harder to, (laughs) you know, get a hold of people. Three uh, three seasons now of Canada's Drag Race.
2: All of you are getting pretty expensive to see. You know, I'll always, I'll always email you back. I'll always email you back. Never That's forget where need. you come from. Never forget yeah. Yeah. Peterborough, Ontario. I,
1: uh, I, I loved uh, you on season two. I, I love the Brad Pack in general. I, mm-hmm. I okay. found that uh, I, I really connected with the three of you, um, and I, and always my favorite kind of goes to who's um winning the comedy challenges which you won snatch game and
2: you did a great job in the reading challenge that episode too (laughs) that was so funny they forgot me brooklyn literally like when we were doing the reading challenge she was like all right thank you queens and i literally was like are you being shady right now on purpose (laughs) like i'm right here let me go and then i didn't i didn't fuck up so it was it was fun
1: yeah that's the perfect moment to then show up and be like (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah yeah if if you're like
2: don't forget about me and then you suck you like flatline the whole time waste of time and those are edited so funny it's like it's just waddle it's like kind of chopped up yeah everyone had so many good jokes it's hard to like Put it, condense it into like two minutes
0: we were wondering that too uh this is something we've been talking about like you'd never really get the
2: scope of time on the show I find I find it's <laughs> me neither it's- they didn't actually they didn't like me having my watch but I wore it in my confessionals the very first day and then they were like oh for continuity you get to have it all the time but they actually they call it tv time where there's no natural light you have no sense of yeah. how long you've been in there and so that's actually it rings true for the whole project even as an audience member, it's it's like, amazing. Like it, drag, it, drag race time,
0: <laughs> I, I equate it to like other like other reality shows, like 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 say like a cooking show, for example, where you know there's a very definitive time frame and what they're working against. But yeah. some of the challenges, it makes things seem like they're instantaneous. But it's like no, these these
2: things took a very long time. Like even when you're doing like well, multiple looks, right? To I will say actually, sometimes it's quite quick turnarounds. Yeah. and like a moment on the show, like a ball where it's right. look on, look on, look. You only have, I think, like 30 minutes between each look. So you have to ask yourself as, you know, a trained or untrained makeup artist, costume designer, like dressing yourself. It's like when a girl's skin is blue in one look and then back to another color. For like a third look that means she put it on or took it off and yeah. that's incredibly challenging to wow. do so for me, i'm not like a makeup girl so for me i like changed my color of lipstick and i'm like this is epic <laughs> <laughs> i'm like they're not even ready i'm going from pink yeah. to red but um yeah it's sometimes it's really quick on the show
0: i find that so fascinating though and i think that'd mm-hmm. be such an interesting component to highlight and the fact that it's so hidden is, is-
2: rue did it once on uk i think it was season Two, where we did have like a stopwatch, like some sort of oh, element okay. of time for the ball, it made it. Um, it took a bit of the glamour out of it. Whereas if it's just like a right. like a quickly cut fashion show, yep. you get to really just lose yourself, and it's the same formula every week. But please know there are times on that show where it is really drag race. We're running. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: How long do you have to actually like uh, make the outfits too? Mm-hmm. Like, how much time are you given for that?
2: Well, without revealing too much about how the sausage is made, there is um, like when in the casting process, there is at one point you're told like your thematic runways. You don't, you may not get like the sassy pun version of something, um, but it'll be like the theme. It's like summer fun. And then when it walks down the the runway, it's like more of like a drag race pun. So it's, you get an idea, but sometimes that description versus their final copywriting it can change what you would have done as a design. Like there was a few times where you'd get the final on set and you're like, Oh, well I wouldn't have done something. So, you know, this direction, but that's drag race. Wow.
1: And then there's, uh, because for um, the episode that you end up getting eliminated on, there's three looks on that. But two of them are are obviously, I guess, prepared beforehand. And then one's designed in the moment.
2: Mm -hmm. So here's the thing I, on the show, I wore a look the theme was ugly as sin and it was yeah. like not ugly and no, you came out I looked gorgeous so yeah. you said you're not a makeup queen
1: but you came out gorgeous yeah the well thank sin you episode.
2: I mean like I just mean not like glow up MUA like paint my face a creature color like I yeah. can't do that kind of makeup right. but I can do yeah. like natural beauty air quotes mm-hmm. um but uh I realized on the show the thing the the looks that I had in the order I had them when I was packing I could have on the fly switched them around and found something more ugly but when i was in i call it the thunderdome Mm. i wasn't thinking properly i was in like this like covid haze Mm -hmm. and so for me the structure of what i brought to toronto was like my comfort blanket and so i was like i can't change a thing like i can't change a thing but if i were to go back i would be a lot more fluid and like at the time assess each day being like okay synth this could be your last runway is that really ugly as sin like they can use that and you know send you home for it so I would have even, like, I don't know, stained the back of it like I shit my pants. Like, wouldn't it have been funny <laughs> had I turned around in that beautiful look and had, like, oh, a soiled yeah. garment? Mm. I, I thought of that the other day when I was smoking weed. I was like, yeah. maybe that's what I could have done. I literally could have taken, like, foundation or contour and, like, rubbed it on my ass and been yeah. like, there's the ugly. Okay, let's yeah. go. <laughs> you, you could have turned the pink disc just right into a butthole itself, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I am the
1: anus, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that because... I I think your first look was uh great or yeah your first look was great your last look was great mm-hmm. and the second didn't exactly fit the theme but it looked amazing uh,
0: it was a really good look yeah yeah that <laughs> Thank was
1: you, Cody that was a stacked I think um challenge for the ball yeah. though too like yeah. I I felt everyone did incredible mm-hmm. like I haven't watched that many seasons of the show like I mm-hmm. compared to a lot of people but to me that felt like one of the most stacked episodes of a ball challenge mm-hmm.
2: this season itself definitely had a lot of fashionistas mm-hmm. and that was something in hindsight because you bring what you bring you can't like change your wardrobe so it, it started to become very overwhelming on set where i was like oh my god pythia is wearing like these outlandish costumes isis is doing such a cool direction with her drag and i was like and i am wearing this fucking thing that i don't <laughs> want to wear right now and so it was funny um You can't, uh, you don't know what you don't know with your competition. And so it was a very fashion led season. Sorry to cut you off.
1: No, I'm sure that there's a lot of people that uh, like, you don't, I'm sure that you knew some of the people that were going to be on the season. I I think it probably. Oh, uh, I mean my Brat
2: Pack sisters. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. The Brat Pack girls. I heard through the whispers because everyone kind of works with wig designers, costume designers, like the people that help them create what they bring on the show and by virtue of that, sometimes it you know there's just like whispers in the community of like it goes around, who's potentially yeah. on the show. It
1: I also heard, and I'm not sure if this is true, but for finales they film multiple winners.
2: Mm-hmm. They That's, do oh, really so that so that it doesn't get out because on Raja's mm. season of the show back in the day, um season three, if I'm getting my facts correct, yeah. they only did a singular um win and Perez Hilton leaked it. And so for the whole season, everyone knew who already won because gays can't keep a secret. They just can't. (laughs) They're too, they're just too damn excited. And so by filming multiple um, wins, it's up like they can splice it till the very end.
1: Yeah, because I was told um, by one of my friends that uh, does drag. She was like, oh, this is who wins. And then it was a different person completely. And I was I was already mad. Why would you spoil this for me? But, I was, mm. <laughs> but
0: oh, some but people hate was, spoilers. Some people get so mad with spoilers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm a very uh, you've been you've been getting a lot of things spoiled lately.
1: Yeah, for some people, the people I work with decide to message me on Instagram for all reality shows of <laughs>
2: who won before I can watch them, like a day before. Yeah. <laughs> And now it's like, it's getting, it's crossing over to your food. Like people are taking your milk out of the fridge and just yeah. letting it spoil. Yeah. And they're like, I was going to drink that. <laughs> and they're like, we're just spoiling everything in Cody's line. It's mm-hmm. driving me insane. Man. Yeah, Not my, milk. My, my milk.
1: <laughs> um, I want to talk about the like uh, versus the world stuff because you haven't done one yet, but I suspect that you'll uh, be on one. Um, So. The main thing I want to uh, talk about is that like RuPaul's not on the uh, Canadian ones. And to me, it was something that I didn't really think about until I watched the versus the world. I think it was UK versus the world where Jimbo and Lemon are on it and they were in like tears meeting RuPaul.
2: (laughs) And I was like, oh, this is a huge deal. Yeah. It's epic. It's literally epic. Like because of DragCon, I've been in like the building with RuPaul, but like not in their actual bubble, like their space. And so you're right. There are certain versions of the show where they are present, and there's certain versions of the show where they're not. I would say yes to any type of um, all-stars format whether that be Canada or if they bring me somewhere internationally could you imagine like the Philippines (laughs) or like somewhere where there's a language barrier and I'm just like (laughs) drag Drag race Holland Um, but to have RuPaul like that to me is such a bucket list thing that if that happened to line up I would be Extra, extra nervous, but extra excited to like get that stamp of approval because he likes weird shit. Like, I think he would have been more into (laughs) some of the stuff I was doing than perhaps Brooklyn, who's very like traditional ballerina, polished, um, Mm -hmm. you know, pageant drag.
1: Yeah, I also like, um, I would RuPaul's laugh is so amazing to hear in general. So, when you were doing Snatch Game, like, if you just had that, like, as well, because Rue would have
2: been going nuts for it. Oh, thank but- you for saying that. That was a fun yeah. day on set. I loved that challenge. That was one where it was like, I hadn't been doing so hot in the competition. And there's something, of instant gratification about laughter. Like if you could get the people on set to laugh and not everyone could. So it would be like, you know, thunk, 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 and then get yeah. to me and then like laughter. And so I was like, okay, I'm killing this. I gonna yeah, be around really- another week. And then I won. I was really- like,
0: hell yes. <laughs> you were really like, Pulling it together there, like not only just like yourself, but you were like jumping in with other people and just like really kind of keeping that yeah. energy and momentum going. With
2: well, it. that's the secret to uh, yeah. something fun to watch on TV, not in silo people mm-hmm. on the panel. It's like, oh, the person beside me, you know, her breastplate is exposed. Yeah. I am Rachel Zoe, a fashion stylist. Mm. This is hilarious to banter that way. So and I love improv and stuff, too. So it's fun. As we'll see at the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think
1: that um, in general, that's amazing. And like I said, the comedy is where I go towards because being kind of like out of the world, and then going into Canada's Drag Race, some of the queens, you know, I you can tell where the comedy came from, and you can see what, especially watching like the American ones and seeing how. Funny Rue actually is now, and some of that gets lost, I think, on other queens not quite understanding (laughs) what makes it funny. Yes, and with you, it doesn't. And like, (laughs) um, and we see that like Kendall ends up doing amazing on like the Rose Challenge, I know, and
2: uh, Jimbo in season one I found was just genuinely really funny too, and like. So many queens are so funny. Like mm-hmm. half of my favorite part of this, as like a full time career, is like the backstage banter with like other queens. Like everyone is just so quick witted, and so snatch game just gets to be and the roast. They get to be examples of how like we're fucking funny people. Like I love my job. It's so funny. Like I mentioned drag con because again it was just last week. Yeah, just the full like the whole time just laughing because everyone is just so clever and like enjoyable to be around. Lots of big personalities. Yeah, I,
1: I love it. I, I love that when you're watching, too, like everyone seems funny and some people don't know how to translate it yet or, or yes. like know what why they're so funny. Yeah. And I, I think there was a big one in the UK one. I forget who it was. It was one of the American queens in the UK versus the world. But every confessional she did was so funny. Yeah. And she was so shady. But then yeah. when it came to like reading and stuff, was not nailing it terrible (laughs) yes what the hell um yeah
2: yeah, it's so funny when they don't know each other like i feel like in the canada versus the world they did it really early in the season and everyone couldn't really read each other yet because they didn't know each other like sisters like Mm -hmm. you know family because Mm -hmm. reading it kind of has to come from a place of truth but from a place of love it's like I don't know. There's like a delicate balance there. But when it's bad, it's so hard to watch. It's cringe. It's like, oh, yeah. no, it's not going well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, you talked about uh, fighting from the bottom and then getting uh, winning snatch game uh, the next week. And you ended up being in the bottom uh, three times. Getting out. <laughs> I know it was so bad. <laughs> But I mean, at least you were able to get like the moniker of like lip sync assassin, taking yeah. all these people and show that like I mean, I feel like lip sync has to be one of the most important things with drag when you're watching a performance. Yeah,
2: it definitely, so- it definitely counts. Like for them, th- that's a moment where you can save yourself. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't think they anticipated, especially for the lip sync with Stephanie Prince, for mm-hmm. me to turn it as much as I did. And I was, I knew I had done so poorly in that challenge that I was like for a day kind of practicing my lip sync Mm -hmm. whereas Stephanie didn't think she did so poorly that she would be up for her life lip syncing so I had the like meant I had like I don't know I visualized things a lot and so I had visualized the win I was like I know how I'm gonna block this I know how to play the camera like I might seem like a dumb blonde in drag (laughs) but there's a very like clever calculated nerdy Mm -hmm. guy behind it making sure all of those things translate for tv and you know, save your big moves for the right parts. It's a crescendo. I think a lot of queens burn out too hard in the lip sync for your life, and with camera, you can be more like nuanced. Right? Yeah. See the nerd coming out. Um. <laughs> but yeah. So thank you for. I don't know where I was going with that, but thank you for acknowledging it. I love dance. I took yeah. dance when I was a child and stopped because I was like bullied when I was a kid, and it was the last time in my life where I let that happen. That was like my learned lesson of like. No longer let people's opinion of you stop you from doing what you want to do. And so I've always danced um, from a place of just like me, pure me. Like you're getting like me, the essence of me on stage when I dance. So I think they saw that.
1: And not only that, but you're also an Aries, so you fight. (laughs)
2: yes yes i do i know i try not to i'm like a i'm like a house trained aries i've had to like i think that's called turning 30 i'm just like i need to zen out a little bit because it's like for a while there my aries energy got me in trouble but now i i just you know i find a balance (laughs) but when it's lip-syncing for your life yeah you gotta you gotta bring it yeah you gotta bring it
1: so then you get to the third lip sync
2: and it's against <laughs> your best friend. I know that was like stacked for like from production. in Some ways it was like, of course they want the best friend, like showdown. And at that point I was like, oh my God, I've already lip synced so many times. Lip sync. I always think about the past tense of lip sync. And <laughs> I'd done it so many times that I just was like, okay, I'm probably going to go home after this. But um, it was a cool moment on stage with Kendall.
1: that's what i was thinking too like it would be so hard for you in the moment to like for both of you um and thinking that you're gonna send your best friend home
2: like one of you's going right or if i mean on the rare occasion both of you stay that could have been a double save like honestly that was one moment where i was like couldn't you've just done a double save but alas i'll be back though i'll i'll gladly take a call for an all-stars that's (laughs) all I, and I kind of think it would be fun to do a season without my sisters as much as that was amazing, doing it with yeah. them. They are some of my closest like yeah. drag family. So it's not even just like knowing the queen from your city. It's like I came up with those people. So yeah. it, it would be cool to see what I could do on my own as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I I think that even though that was such a like a hard moment, but also just like when you like look back now, it, it's an epic moment, like having that moment with, your best friend and and also the moment where you embrace is like emotional too like I'm like oh <laughs> she's no. such a cancer yeah. Kendall's a cancer <laughs> she's
2: like, I looked at her I was like oh we're doing this okay <laughs> I said like dearie I do I was like oh I know with her like boob <laughs> out <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's drag.
0: It yeah. was definitely one of those moments where it was just like, oh, that's sweet. But also just like, this is a competition. So you need to back
2: up. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, let me dance. <laughs> that's my Aries. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, But on that note, let's slide into a bit of a spookier note here. Yes. Because we have to ask you, do mm-hmm. you believe in ghosts? Hell yes. Yes. Okay. Have you ever had a paranormal experience?
2: So I definitely have. And I'm, like, attuned to it. My dad is very over the top with the paranormal. Mm-hmm. He's, like, one of those, like, gay men where he enters the room and he's, like, I feel the spirit. There's a spirit in here. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like there's always, like, a queer character on those, like, ghost hunting yeah. shows. <laughs> and I feel like my dad would could, like, literally thrive in that environment. Um, he's, like, was raised, or, like, I don't know, taught by nuns. And he has, like, a lot of Catholic guilt. So I feel like he has this, like, relationship with the supernatural that, like, I don't know. It's very, he's very passionate about it. And so for a long time, I would look at ghosts. I would believe him and his conviction because he's very like intense about it. But then added an element of skepticism. But then I think where I've kind of leveled out, it's somewhere in the middle where I'm like, no, I definitely believe that like there, there can be presence energy around you. But I don't believe in like that Ouija board shit where I want to talk to them and open up as a vessel Mm -hmm. because that's when you get possessed by a demon and then you have bad juju. Like, I believe in bad juju. (laughs) I don't like that. I don't want that. That scared me. You had someone walk in behind (laughs) you. I think that's a ghost. And I was like, bitch. A demon emerges. It's just the two of us in this place. So (laughs) I don't know what that was. (laughs) You're like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so long, long long-winded answer as usual. I do believe in ghosts.
1: (laughs) We're the only podcast that pays extras to walk through the background (laughs) just to scare our guests. I was like, "Wait a second, what is going on?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> like the the performer in me is like, "Do I keep my cool?"
1: <laughs> so I think when uh when Juicebox was on, mm-hmm. uh she said that she doesn't believe in bad spirits. So you do believe in
2: bad spirits, and that's why we balance each other out. Yeah, <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> no, you have to. I feel like those are the most dangerous ones because you hear of like, I don't know. This is, I'm gonna sound so. <sighs> weird saying all this stuff out loud but like isn't it like the most insidious kind of like satanic ghost that can make themselves look like a child to mm. trick you and that's when like i don't know they like i don't know they they i don't know are sneakier i think like evil spirits you have to be extra cautious of i don't know and no i do know i do know yeah. <laughs> child ghosts are the most scary ghosts too yeah to right. me
1: if yeah. Turning into children, are.
0: then I don't think it's working anymore. They're not that sneaky. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, people don't like child ghosts no more.
2: But oh. we have, like, a human instinct to, like, care for a child. It's, like, yeah. human nature. And so they can they take advantage of that. Right. They just need that initial second
0: of letting your guard down for a child. Yeah. It, right. No, totally. It's Maybe I watched
2: too many scary movies when I was a child, but. <laughs>
1: It's scary to see, like, a child ghost, but at the same time,
2: it does run through your mind that you're like, oh, that's sad. But This all being said, I have never actually had, like, uh, an interaction where I was like, I saw a ghost. Mind you, my paranormal experiences are, like, shifts in environments or, like, mm-hmm. proof of, like, a, a, a moved thing. And I can go into... S- specifics if you want yes because that's please. really big okay so i um used to work in peterborough ontario um, it's called market hall mm-hmm. and it was one of the oldest structures in peterborough it's like downtown it's at one point been like a fitness center like in like the 40s or 50s it became like a like at one point it was truly a market um, and then when i got there i helped my father run drama camps and i was like this administrative um, assistant role where I would open up and close for the day, at, like open up at eight and then close at like six. Um And I remember being the last person in this building one time, closing up, there's a kitchen for like snacks and stuff for the kids. And then I'm the first, but per- I set that alarm, I leave, I come back the next morning, beep, 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 alarm, walk into the kitchen, I cut watermelon for the kids. And every single drawer cabinet was open aside from the fridge. It's that like boom, everything looked touched and disturbed. And it's like, okay, I could just feel it in there. I was like, something has been in here. There's like, there's been like, like, what the fuck is this? I was the last one in here. Every single drawer, every single cabinet open. It gave me like full body chills. And I was like, okay, because Market Hall is infamously a haunted, like hotspot in Peterborough. So I felt like I had had my moment with one of the ghosts in the building. It's like that, that was a ghost for sure.
1: Do you think that that would be a uh, friendly ghost or an evil ghost that would open every cabinet?
2: That I'm not sure, yeah. but I feel like a lover of theater because that, like Market Hall, has been a theater space before. I have heard it's a friendly energy. Mm-hmm. There's a woman. There's a woman who sings on like the staircase, and then there's a, I think there's a male kind of persona people have spoken about, but I don't remember them being negative. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's how the folklore like is. You stay positive. <laughs> like they're nice.
0: They're yeah. really nice. You can still go in there. I like the idea of a of a good ghost who thinks they're being evil and is like, and now I will inconvenience you.
2: Yes. You're gonna have to shut multiple doors. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, there is that moment in I think it's paranormal activity two where like all of the stuff in the kitchen like comes down from the ceiling at once.
2: Mm. exactly yeah. i yeah. love i love the paranormal activity movies i think those are like some of my favorite that like blair witch style the pov mm-hmm. and the way i don't know that kind of um movie gets me because it's like that shit can happen <laughs> like that happened to my kitchen and the, at the market hall i was yeah. i think i'd seen it recently and i was like <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> i don't know uh what the age difference between us is
1: but were you um i don't know uh, for like Paranormal activity one when that came out do you remember that being like no one knows if this is real or not like everyone thought that I, that was a
2: real yes thing. totally I remember that being perhaps that was introduced to me I didn't see it in theater it got around to me like I was pretty young but I could even I could tell it was staged but in this really 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 convincing way like v- extremely convincing way and I think almost like halfway through the film it's like suspended disbelief you're like Well, I'm just falling into this. Like, what if this really was happening? It's wild. It's creepy. So creepy.
1: Oh yeah. Like I, I remember when it came out for me because it ended up doing like the on-demand to your theater. Like it was like, oh, just like go to the website and then vote for it to come to your town or whatever.
2: Damn grassroots uh, movement. Yeah.
1: Um, but I. I remember online there was like so many people who were like, this is real. This is all real. And then you'd find like a pirated copy or whatever. Uh, yeah. Don't come at me. It was so long ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they uh, you'd find a pirated copy and I was watching it alone in my house as I think I was probably like, I don't know, like 13 or 14, maybe 12. I don't know. But just watching it alone in the dark in my house and Reading online that this is a real thing, and just seeing all of this like camera footage on like a pirated copy that's like already kind of low quality, yeah, yeah,
2: (laughs) just so scary, so scary. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, but on that note, we have our own story to tell. That's right, I want to hear
2: it. I need to know. Oh, wait, is this the improv one? (laughs) This is the
1: improv, you will be a part of this story as we all swing. Yeah, you are the swing, no responsibility in the story. You can do whatever you want.
0: Okay,
2: cute.
1: Mm-hmm. And I drew the celebrity. So this is my moment for snatch game, I guess. I guess so. I go Make to me a
2: laugh.
1: <laughs> oh no. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, Against I'm kidding. The
0: snatch game winner. You might have to uh you might have to lip sync at the end of this. <laughs> oh <No. laughs>
2: I, I need to see that, Cody.
0: I <laughs> actually like uh
1: it was before pandemic because i do stand-up comedy and i would do some uh shows in toronto where it would be a mix of drag queens and stand-up comedians and the people fabulous mix that were rated the highest had to do a lip-sync battle so the highest comedian and the uh highest drag queen then did a lip-sync battle at the end and for my stand-up one even though i was probably the only person not in heels in that show i ended up um blowing my mcl out on the stage because my boots were slippery and then i did my whole set from the bottom of the stage just like crawling over there and sitting on the edge and just did my stand-up set and i was 0.5 points away from having to do a lip sync battle with (laughs) and i was like i will die if i have to go yeah
2: no no no, no. you have an injury always (laughs) do your stretching even before a comedy set A stretched body is a happy body. Dry your boots.
0: Yeah, going to dry my boots. Rainy days.
2: And dry boots.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dry boots means safe uh, knees. House
1: House down dry boots. (laughs) (laughs) My options for the celebrity are Michael Douglas. Yeah. Courtney Cox. Kenny Chesney. Okay. And jean Goosen. I don't know who that is. But I don't know. (laughs) I feel like I got to go with my old friend Michael Douglas. Yeah, I feel like he's been on a few times. Yeah. I, well, I've talked about, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before. That when Mm -hmm. I was a kid, my parents, I never saw them watch a Michael Douglas movie, but our VHS cabinet was filled with Michael, like every Michael Douglas movie there was, and no
0: (laughs) one would ever watch them. I don't know where we got them, I don't know who bought them. I mean, it feels like one of those collections that your parents get. They watch it once and then it's just on the shelf forever.
1: Yeah. Well, that that was the thing. I mean, we in uh, my house, we didn't watch Disney movies when I was a kid. My Mickey Mouse was Michael Douglas.
2: Stop
0: it. <laughs> wow. I can't wait till you get to go to Michael Douglas land. <laughs> <laughs> Just the most gray, <laughs> most gray. Beam. They only, they only have the Hall of Presidents. <laughs> yeah. but it's presidents <laughs> that he's played. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good one, and that means that I drew the narrator. So for the narrator, we're gonna go to I for a location, a relationship, or a word in order to get the story started. Let's do a. Let's do a relationship: a gladiator and betrothed. Ooh gladiator and betrothed yeah i hope you know what betrothed is
2: <laughs> i do <laughs> what does that mean again betrothed is like
0: the person that you're set to marry cute essentially you know like you've you've
2: like engaged yeah on the plans to exactly engagement engaged. yeah so the truth be... oh yeah, yeah i can hear it i can hear yeah
0: it. yeah yeah. so it's like the gladiator and their their love that they're gonna marry that
2: or could be itch. anyone
0: so like uh russell crow
2: russell crow Let's make Michael gay. uh, Joaquin (laughs) Phoenix, right? Michael's going to be gay. (laughs) I can say that (laughs) because I'm gay.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit
1: betterhelp.com slash spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get ten
0: percent off your first month, that's BetterHelp H E L P dot com slash Spooked. Yay. Yes. love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day. Is Va- coming up. Valentine's Day coming
1: up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people. Whether they have a Valentine, don't have that's a Valentine. Right. online and everything so you don't have to have that awkward thing of like in person and then they're just wondering whether they're gonna see you again in person and it's more of a connection no do
0: online do better help that's right so don't forget go to betterhelp.com slash spooked to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help com slash spooked All right. The year was 3 AD. Oh, it was a hot, sunny day in Rome. The Colosseum was blazing. Everyone was out there buying all their little snacks from the vendors. The excitement was buzzing. You could feel the electricity pulsing through everybody. Today was the day. The big gladiatorial tournament. And everyone was excited to see one, the greatest. Oh, the greatest gladiator of them all. Hey. That's uh, right, I'm Tom. It was Tom the Gladiator. Yep, yeah, me.
1: Mm, I'm pretty
0: good. Yeah. I'm just going to do my thing, you know. Tom Ocaeus, the most Ocaeus but bestest gladiator there ever was. He had slain so many other gladiators and, and wild beasts that y- you know what it was it was a little ridiculous and, and everyone was gunning for his head because it was about time that somebody else showed up in that Coliseum. Yeah, I do all
2: right. He did all right. But everyone's too scared to fight Okeas. he's going to kill you instantly. I
0: won't fight, Tom. He scares me. I don't want to lose my other arm. He chopped my one off last time.
1: Oh, come on, everyone. I have to fight somebody. There's a show to put on.
0: And that's true. There was a show. The emperor himself was sitting in the crowd waiting for a spectacle, one befitting of his royal splendor. Everybody today, I want to see a show where somebody gets their guts chopped out. I want to see a show where the animals come out and they bite somebody. I want to see a show where everybody cheers. Tom, Yep. who are you fighting today, buddy? I don't know, but
1: all I hope is that if you, yeah, see me win today, what and kill whoever's in front of me, okay, then I get to marry.
0: Your son, my son, Michael Douglas, my son, Michael Douglas.
1: That's right. Whoever wins tonight will marry me, Michael Douglas.
0: I don't know if I, Emperor Julius Douglas, could give away my son.
1: Don't worry, Dad. I'm into it. (laughs) Severely. I don't know if you heard, but when I went for women previously, it gave me throat cancer from going down on them. So I'm willing
0: you're you're changing it up. uh, Yeah, I'm willing to avoid cancer and and love love. Okay,
1: cancer and avoidance and love.
0: Okay, so long as you're avoiding cancer, but also doing it for love, then. Well,
1: also. I want everyone to know that I'm in the upcoming Ant-Man movie if you want to see that later.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, I mean, we're here for entertainment, so maybe this Coliseum Day will be a double feature!
2: Entertain us! Entertain us!
0: All right, and who so challenges Tom for my dear, sweet... Michael Douglas's hand in marriage.
1: That's right, who wants to challenge me so I can get up there to that sweet ass?
2: I I,
0: I will challenge you. <gasps> That's right. <laughs> it was the wizened old man, the one who nobody thought would come out from the crowd. Oh, he had a little cap on and very short shorts for some reason.
2: <laughs> it's very hot today. <laughs>
0: shuffling down in his slippers he pulled out a very small paring knife one that he would use to peel potatoes and small apples
2: <laughs> oh this is my pencil crayon oh, how did yeah. this
0: get here <laughs> no i know i'm
1: sorry sir i i don't want to fight you you're just an old man i i'd I feel bad about killing you in this
2: but you deserve to be with michael
1: <laughs> Oh, so you just want to sacrifice yourself so I can be with my my, uh, my, uh, hot, hot husband up there.
2: I ship that.
0: (laughs) Yes, it seemed as if the old man was just doing this to make sure that Tom could finally find love with a rich man. But it seemed like maybe there was something more to this old man—something more than the short shorts and the slippers, something more than the creaky old voice. Tom might have bitten off more than he could chew with this old fellow. Um,
1: you seem to be pretty nimble there. What uh, are you doing? Some warm-ups? That's right, bitch. You're going down. <laughs> oh, you—you <laughs> you duped me. I've been yeah. duped.
2: Yeah because I do my stretches, okay? I stretch before this shit. I'm not tearing any muscles. You're going down, you're going down.
0: Oh, I didn't warm up at all. That's right, if Tom had but one weakness, it was his lack of stretching and prep before a fight. Usually every fight was just so simple for him, all he had to do was stand there and swing a sword around. But not this time, an agile old man who had been working for years and years, doing backflips and cartwheels around for coins.
1: Dad, I'm really scared I'm going to have to marry this old man and not my sweet Tom. Well, you
0: should have thought about that before you decided to pin it all on a gladiatorial combat.
1: Well, Dad, you have to think about this. I am. When I go to the Ant-Man oh. premiere, yeah, I'm going to have to be looking fine on the runway. <laughs> right yeah and they're gonna take a lot of pictures of me and show them around the town yeah do i really want to be strolling up there with that
0: old man well son this is this is the thing you know what you can't be you can't be basing your love purely on looks you have to look deeper you're right just like ant-man look deeper into the multiverse
1: you're right. Uh, you know what? A champion's a champion. And th- th- that's what I uh, fall for. Is that's right. Success. Just like you, dad. Actually, You're all
0: about the money and success. Looks don't matter. Actually, You kind of remind me of that old man. What? Nothing. No comments, son.
2: Look, I saw the trailer to Ant-Man. I'm going to that premiere.
0: Oh god. Um can, can, can we take a day off? Can we take a day off? I need no, a day off. No no, 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 what? I'm a already day off here.
2: so you can stretch. <laughs> oh
0: god. Oh, that's some shots fired there, Tom. Are you going to take that? You know what? Fine. I I know I'm good enough. I don't need to stretch. I can
1: take out this I've taken out beasts and monsters and dragons in the past. And literally, I could be an old man.
0: Let the battle begin. Tom Hopped up and down, trying to warm up a little bit, trying to loosen his creaky joints, but he just he just couldn't quite get limber enough. The old yeah. man was doing flips all around him, backflips, spinning around, doing little rolls, dropping apple peels all around oh, Tom. Take
2: those apple peels.
0: Oh, God, I can't even keep track of you. No! Oh! They were so slimy. Oh, and he got hit in the gut with a paring knife. Oh, the wound wasn't deep, but it was enough to humiliate him, and the oh. apple juice stung just a little bit. If I die here tonight, Michael just know I always
1: loved you. Shut up, loser. <laughs> oh.
0: Uh Michael, you really turned on him, eh?
1: I, I like winners. I like champions. He was embarrassed out there. He's oh. barely holding up against an old man peeling apples around him. Oh
0: my goodness. <laughs> An apple slice a day keeps the gladiator away. <laughs> My God, it's true. It seems to be working. Ugh. Oh, you're slowly peeling at me. That's Ugh. when he started peeling off your skin, Tom. Ugh. Tom, oh, he started with your apples, your testicles. Oh, yeah. It's so like, easy. Like...
2: It's so easy because his muscles are so cold.
1: <laughs> oh, God, I don't want to date a person without any skin.
2: Oh, God, I've got
1: nothing. to spare me, please. Spare me. Don't kill me. Like I've killed so many in the past. Please have a heart, old man.
0: This is for (laughs) 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 Ant-Man. And lo, Tom was felled by the old man. His guts and blood spewing out everywhere. Apple peels and skin merging into one. What was what? Nobody could tell. And as Tom lay there bleeding out, Michael Douglas came down and picked the old man up and laid a big smooch right on his lips. That's right. You're
1: coming with me to the Ant-Man premiere. My youthful champion.
2: As long as we stretch first.
1: <laughs> oh, I threw out my back. I didn't stretch before. I- I- oh, oh. oh. <laughs> uh, Did hope- We learn nothing today. <laughs> I hope you can carry
0: me to the premiere. But of course. And son, I'm proud to announce that this wedding will be happening right after the premiere as an after-party wedding. I hope that's okay.
1: It's okay, Dan. How about you tell Catherine Zeta-Jones I don't miss her one bit.
0: What? (laughs) You mean your new mom? Oh. Well, this is... Catherine, please come out. <laughs> I'm gonna have to take
1: this in over the Ant-Man movie.
0: What? What? Just let me watch the Ant-Man movie. I can process this for a little bit. No, I was just, I was just kidding. I, I I'm not really dating Catherine Zeta-Jones. Oh, so, Don't you, worry. just a little, uh, hyper humor. You know how it is. What a, what a sweet prank <laughs> that. Yeah, I got you, didn't I? You did. Yeah, it's because you didn't take me to the Ant-Man premiere.
1: But you wanted to go with me this whole time.
0: I've always wanted to be a part of your life, son. That's why I set up this whole tournament. That's why I set up this whole thing. Trying to get your approval.
1: What?
0: But instead you're going with this old man and you didn't even ask your old man.
1: Well, I didn't know that you loved me like that. I didn't know that you were wanting to spend more time with you. Of course I wanted to spend more time with you, Dad. Why do you think I fell for this old man so quickly? What? He reminded me of a parental figure I've never had.
0: Wow. Old man, what is your name? My name is Old Man. Oh, okay. I thought that we were just... It made being no a... sense
2: when I was young, and now it's perfect. Oh, I thought we
0: were being rude, but it turns out we were just calling you by your name. Very I was r- actually very
2: surprised, but impressed.
0: <laughs> you thought we just got it right on the first guess? <laughs> yeah, I thought you guys knew me. Wow, okay, well, listen. Oh, he would take me to Ant-Man. <laughs> listen, I I guess it's time that Daddy said bye-bye to his son, and I'm going to let you be his new Daddy, if that's okay.
2: That's more than okay. <laughs> it's expected.
0: Right. <laughs> I, give, I give you both my blessing.
1: Thank you, Dad, and I, I promise you that I'll have a little bit of therapy to work out these father issues and everything like that, uh, After
0: the premiere. Yeah. And if you could say hi to Paul Rudd for me, that would be great.
2: Remember, Ant-Man is the real therapy. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Could you get me a screener, maybe?
1: Sure thing, Dad. Sure thing. Ant-Man. Quantum Mania in theaters now. Spooked. Wow. What a good promotion for that movie.
0: Oh, man. (laughs)
2: My my apologies for my lack of commitment in character voice because I think it changed like seven times, but it's because I kept forgetting what I started with. And I was like, I don't, what a fun, what a fun way to start my Friday, fellas. Doing promos for Ant Man? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Oh my God. So good. I hope we needed we Ant-Man we needed oh, Ant-Man what yeah. a great ad whoever added Ant-Man in the mix <laughs> mm-hmm. I hope we get
1: auto-generated an Ant-Man <laughs> ad before this episode too totally <laughs> that would be good
0: yeah we haven't had a good movie auto-generated ad in a while have we um no the last one was coming to America 2 wasn't it yeah,
1: we had coming to America 2 for a long time like it didn't <laughs> feel like a new movie by the time it went away
2: it was like I've been out for months yeah yeah <laughs> It's like what does that say about the demographic? They take their time going yeah. to see yeah. a film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, before we get into uh, plugs, I have to ask you, uh, what do you think? Can I uh, do you think I'd do well in the snatch game?
2: <laughs> yeah, you killed it. You killed it. Unlike me, <laughs> you committed to your characters. You had a you had a persona, you were you were amazing. Shantae, you stay.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's do a round of plugs. Uh, Cynthia, where can everyone follow you?
2: Yes. Okay, so I am joining the Sonar Network, like I said. So come listen to Juicebox and I on our podcast, Semi-Qualified Queens, out every week. And then if you want to follow me on my socials, it's at Cynthia Kiss. Climb my little link tree. (laughs) And from there, have fun in the branches
1: amazing and you can go to the sonarnetwork.com. also see a full profile on mm-hmm. Cynthia with direct links to those social media as well as the other episodes that she's done on the network and go to the sonar shop and you can get a couple uh, t-shirts we got some yeah. if you believe in ghosts or don't believe in ghosts we got a shirt for you mm-hmm.
2: and Spooks. I know what shirt I'm buying Ant-Man
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: we'll have some Ant-Man shirts yeah. There too. yeah <laughs> oh my god spooked but in like ant-man typography <laughs>
0: oh that'd be good i hope we don't get sued too badly no it's fine
2: <laughs> something tells me you'll be okay
1: <laughs> um, you're gonna get sued by ant-man i'll get sued for saying admitting to pirating uh paranormal activity yeah
2: uh, <laughs> and canada's drag race will come from me they're like stop yeah. talking so much about production <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's secrets <laughs> yeah secrets <laughs> <laughs> this was so much fun thank you for having me fellas thanks so much for coming really appreciate you taking the time to do this with us i felt a little spooked
0: (laughs) spooked this podcast has been brought to you by the sonar network
2: sonar